Triple M's Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Rendell. Thanks to Makita XGT, the professional choice for cordless convenience. You're catching up with the Rush Hour's Bernie, Bluey and Jazz thanks to Sterling Homes. Make the move and visit sterlinghomes.com.au today. Jude Bolton and Wendell Saylor. This is the Triple M Rush Hour. Yeah, welcome to the Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. It's so exciting to be you know, in studio with you, lads. And then... We've got to talk about the Super Bowl in a second with Phil Murphy. Well, he's Phil Murphy, he's, he's actually on the ground in Vegas waiting for our phone call, which is oh. awesome from ESPN. But the game was incredible. If you have you've just caught up with it, the Chiefs got the got it done in extra time, 25 incredible to game. 22. Mm. And that's why he's, you know, worth all the money that he's worth. But I've just been given some information on Super Bowl Sunday food facts. Now, we know the Americans don't mind a feed. And there's, there's some fatties amongst them. Uh, <laughs> $1.45 billion, with a burp. Chicken wings well, will be eaten. 50 million mm. cases of beer will be consumed. Um, that is 494 <laughs> Olympic-sized drink pools full of, of just beer itself. 14,500 tonnes of potato oh, chips. Oh, yes. 12.5 million pizzas mm. and 14 billion hamburgers. Oh, 14 billion. Wow. And that is just in America alone. Salad numbers? Yeah. How'd you go there? Um, I, no yeah, cherry tomatoes. <laughs> yep. And you know what? Only yeah, welcome to the rush hour on a Monday. Oh, Monday the 12th of February today. Yeah, Super Bowl 58. This is how it finished. I mean, it really is. It's like a national holiday. Mahomes swings it. This is Christmas. Big effort from Kansas City. Up later on as well, we're going to talk to Robert. The Kansas City Chiefs have gone back to back. It was a tight first half. Then things opened up a little bit, but it was tight all the way through. I heard Pat Mahomes finished off later. I bring in my team, Greg Blue. Welcome you. G'day, Burn. Andrew Jarman. G'day, and man. we may be able to get hold and of Molly him Molly Rose now. on the panel. Do you think that's a Hello, good man. idea? With hey, what a day, boys. Did we watch the Super Bowl? He's a 49ers fan, so this oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't sing. Yeah. You, so you want to hear from You know what? I saw it was in and out, but I watched the fair bit of it. Watched all of the overtime. I'm saying he's an upper echelon of lucid. I'm sort of in an event. And we're going to be to our boss, Matty O'Reilly. He's a He's over there. He's there. back to the rush hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. And I'll tell you what, Super Bowl. Fifty-eight has been yeah. won by the Kansas <laughs> City Chiefs. Five years, and we've got our man so on the ground in ESPN. Really Phil Murphy, how are you, Phil? Oh, oh, yes. I'm, I'm a little disoriented. I'm trying to be like, I'm not a big NFL follower. A lot of our listeners would be, but you just love people calm in big moments. And he was just that last few minutes unbelievable. Five hundred million dollars. That's why he made the big dollar turn. He's willing to give some of that back to his team. To retain for, uh, some of his brothers. Why like don't you do that here at Triple M, Jars? You and all the big guys. And for you, you to keep us, three of us yeah, combined. Yeah, so you, might you just do your best, big fella. It was an amazing game. The course goes into overtime. People don't know. Yes, absolutely. What about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift show? Mahomes goes 75 yards and shows us why he's worth half a billion dollars. He is building a business. Sculling drinks. How long Greg Oregon she takes as long as you just sculling drinks?
Talking of entertainers, Glenn Maxwell last night in Adelaide Oval. The Aussies made 241. Maxwell ended up 120 not out of 55 deliveries. He's unbelievable, this guy. At the NFL level, which is the premier sport in America, you can make a coaching argument for that player to ever pick up a football. Lives his own unbelievable. I think he's to be honest, I don't know. I've got a feeling it was in South Africa. So we got to the Indians again. Anyone there to watch players If there were any other player dynamic, I would say, man, that guy's never going to play for him We're going to talk about this next. They've worked together in the heat of the moment. I'm sure, you know, practices, maybe they don't make physical contact, but they're shouting at that. That's not right. We're going to Vegas, baby. I better shoot. Honestly, just got confirmation. It was South Africa. Good guess. Good guess. Thank you. Who's on the show, Greg? We've got Matthew Richardson's coming on, the CEO of Port Adelaide, Andrew Jarman, and we've got Matty, our boss. He's on this. If you're not against Matty, we get Travis Kelsey or Swift or someone. Oh, yeah. It's so far stadium for other Super Bowls. What was the build-up to Vegas and how did you read the whole atmosphere? We could be giving away 1,000 bucks. This is Bruce Springsteen performing at the Super Bowl back in 2009. It's Triple M's Rush Hour with Bernie Bluey and Jazz. Not the first time hosting a significant event. I mean, they've... They did the Tyson Holyfield fight when Mike bit Evander's ear. I mean, they've, they've had some significant events here. But uh, Super Bowl is the first time. The media frenzy around it, the fan frenzy around it is really second to none. And I don't know of any material logistical headaches that we had, even down to the Wi-Fi in the stadium. I mean, it was as smooth as you could get. And today's game was the ultimate test, irrespective of what happened on the field. I think the NFL is going to come out of this and they're going to come back here and come back here again. And, and the, the, the cities and the venues that really get it right, they get this game every six or seven years. They do earn it. Vegas has. They just have the added benefit of this being one of the best Super Bowls we've ever seen. And that's the only thing. Whenever we come back here, 2029, 2031, whenever it might be, it's just going to be hard to, to match the hype of Patrick Mahomes' game-winning drive in overtime. Well, what about Taylor Swift? I know she came on the screen more than like 10 or 12 times. <laughs> and I think the crowd booed at one stage. But you know what? As is she cares, she was having a great time. And then Usher halftime, he was on fire with Alicia Keys. Yeah, I mean, I was just on the field and I was, I don't know, five metres away from Taylor Swift. And she was talking to Harrison Butker and just genuinely happy for these Chiefs players. I've jokingly called her the queen of Chiefs kingdom. <laughs> but we see super fans. Paul Rudd is out there, yeah. you know, in a Derek Thomas 58 jersey being ecstatic and I think Taylor Swift has just fallen in love with his team I, I honestly I, I was cynical at first you know seeing what it might do to album sales she doesn't need help nah. you know selling out a venue she's coming your way she, she flew from Japan <laughs> yep. here to Vegas and I think I think her next tour date's in Melbourne so yep, she, right. she's, she had a little layover here in Las Vegas 
She's just celebrating on the field with Chiefs players. Seems genuinely ecstatic for this team and the journey they've been on. Her lucky number's 13, from from what my wife tells me. Her 13th Chiefs game this season just happens to be a Super Bowl win. Oh, thank you so Unreal. much for joining us, Phil Murphy, on the ground in Las Vegas Woo! after the Chiefs yep. have delivered their third Super Bowl have in a beer five for us, years. Phil. Incredible, Phil. Hey, I'll have a few boys. Gus, Jude, and Wendell, always a pleasure. Good <laughs> on you, brother. What, what a man. Bless. Phil Murphy. Oh, he's the best. When did the celebration get out of control, boys? And the reason why? The Waste Management Phoenix Open on oh, Sunday. That's loose. Now, the 16th hole is yeah. a par three. It's the party oh, hole. Yeah. Liv has obviously come into golf and they're trying to sort of take away that sort of stiff upper lip and make it a bit more fun. Yeah, the etiquette. Well, yeah. it's gone out of control a little bit. People have gone nuts. One bloke was filmed urinating while fully clothed. Oh. Another bloke jumped, ran across the green and did the old angels. Oh, in, snow in, angels. In, oh, snow angels yeah. in, the, uh, in the bunker. Uh, a lady was hospitalised but she's fine, so we can talk about it. She fell out of the grandstand at the 16th after a few too many they beers. They cut off the alcohol. They cut they? off the alcohol. Yeah, they that's... said, you know what, this is a party hole. We are trying to be a bit more funky, but everyone's out of control. People were screaming at the golfers. They don't like it, the players, either. They're well, just... the, golf, the golf needs to change, and Liv are trying to change it, so the golfers have got to get their heads around it, but it got us thinking about, and I'm looking at you two clowns, <laughs> when we had a good time, things have got to get out of control, you've been cut out, and they're the type of calls we're after. When did the Celebration, get out of control. I'm looking at you, yeah. Wendell Jermaine Saylor. Oh, mate, yeah. Just pick one of the moments where you were. Oh, mate, even to get kicked out of the cross uh, you know, <laughs> after after a game on a big night when it was like five in the morning and yeah. oh, I, was, I, was, I was drunk, guys, and I was out of control. I thought I owned the club, you know, and then of course. Um, the bloke who we, uh, used to own it was um, uh, it was Sapphire Club. And then like uh, Hassan Saylor. Was it like, is that a posh sort of club? No, it was a cross, yeah. It was Kellett Street. I know exactly. It went down. I was drinking with Piggy Riddell. It was funny. I was drinking with Piggy Riddell. He's a good man, Piggy. He's a champion, mate. And then, look, I was pretty drunk. I was excited. I was having shots and Hassan Saylor just comes to me and goes, mate, um, you're going to have to go. I yeah. said, mate, mate, we're in brotherhood. He goes, mate, he goes, mate, too drunk, mate. And the bouncers didn't want to sort of give me a tap on the shoulder to, to fire the big fire Did you have up. your shirt on or off? Oh, I had it off most of the night. So, okay. yeah, so yeah. It, was, it was fair enough. I think okay. I told you before, but we had a big loose night in Vegas one night and, like, we were just, like, carrying on like pork chops and the bouncers come over and go on, guys, do you want to go to the, the – VI, VIP area, like really upper class. And we're all like, bang. Oh, so how many of you? About five or six of us get straight oh, behind him, like good. striding out, chest out, go through the door, and we were out on the Las Vegas Strip. <laughs> <laughs> End of night. Ridiculous. So you turn around, the door's just clonk. <laughs> we're just trying shut. to get back in. <laughs> when did the celebration get out of control? So many calls, Gussie. Let's go to Kurt, start the ball rolling. G'day, Kurt. Welcome to the show, mate. How are you? Not too bad, boys. Yourselves? Yeah, yeah. Good, Kurt. mate. When did it get out of control? Uh, it was about 10 or so years ago. Uh, me and a few of the mates had finished a game of footy and we went back to my house, had a bit of a barbie and a few drinks. Hmm. Anyway, I don't know if you remember them win for life scratchies. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. That means you get a certain yeah. amount of money per month for 20 years or something? That's correct. I think it was like five or 10 grand every month or something like that. Anyway, um, this particular one, you had to get the words like you scratched it and behind it all, you had to spell the words win for life. Hmm. Anyway, um. I've got a pen. We're all at a few drinks under on the sauce. Sure. Well, I've changed one. I've changed one of the letters from an F to an E to make it look like we've got all the letters. Oh no! Okay. <laughs> yeah, one one of my mates is jumping up and down, and he's you beauty because you know it was because it was on the footy. We're all sharing it. Shifty. Yeah. 
he's, he shouted us all out to the peppers at Terrigal for the night, spent about 1500 bucks, oh. then woke up in the morning and realised that it was a dud. Oh, oh. you Mate, honestly, mate. Is he still a mate of yours, Kurt? He is, actually. Oh, Jeez, Kurt, you've got to do better. Good on you, Kurt. That's yeah. awesome, mate. Let's go to Chantel. Chantel, how are you going? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. good. We want to know, when did the celebration get out of control? Uh, my wedding night. Oh, oh. tell us. <laughs> what happened? So, uh, I think I was getting shots of Sambuca. I don't know, something. Anyway, it just carried on. Um, so we got back in. I couldn't even walk out and they did the, you know, the whole arch thing. I couldn't walk out. Someone's got a bucket. Uh, we've got him to the hire car. I vomited the whole way to the, you know, fancy hotel that we stayed in. The vomit bucket stayed in the lobby floor while my husband checked us in. Oh. I went to the toilet. Someone helped me go to the toilet in my big pussy wedding dress. Um, and I got to the room and I was like, take this bloody dress off. <laughs> and I was asleep. Oh. <laughs> no love until the morning. Hold the hair back. <laughs> Hold the hair back. Look out. Yeah. Chantel, you sound like our type of girl. Let's go to Aaron in Liverpool. How are you, Aaron? Hey, g'day. How you going, mate? Going well, mate. When did the celebrations get out of hand? All right. Well, I played um, cricket for Green Valley Cricket Club, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, we won a grand final and we ended up at Liverpool Catholic Club, which was the team that we beat it. We yeah. beat. Yeah. And they said, oh, I'll dare you to get naked and jump in the pond. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I jumped, jumped, hey, naked in the pond, all clothes gone. The team, the, the other dudes from the, te- the team that we beat, they stole me bloody clothes. <laughs> Next thing you know, I pass there. They stole me bloody clothes and they took it off. So I had to walk home two kilometres, absolutely naked, down Hobson Park Road. <laughs> We're going to introduce you to Chantel. And they're all laughing. They're all, they're all bipping their horns. They're going, you yeah, we'll take one final call. Aaron got a bit excited, mate, but we understand where you're coming from. You were flipping upset. Let's go to uh, Craig to finish off the party for us. When did things get out of control, Craig? Hello, Craig. Hey, Craig. Nah. Hello. Oh, hey, Craig. Hello, guys. Go for it, mate. Well, 2011, went over to America, LA, Vegas for my divorce party slash 40th. Uh, in, we stayed in the W, West Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Went down there on our first night for a... Uh, for a drink in the lobby and found that the lobby was a ho- like it turned into a nightclub yeah. and Ice-T was Ice-T was renewing his wedding vows to Coco that night. Oh, yeah. Oh. So Snoop Dogg, all these celebrities are down in the in the lobby. Well, we tried, we were having a drink with them. They get, are you Aussie guys? And, and we're having a good time. <laughs> and um, anyway, later on that, we tried to get into their into their function, but they wouldn't let us. But later on that night, when they, all the paparazzi were there for them leaving the back of W at the hotel, mm. I was smashed. Well, I'm trying to do all gang finger marks and, and carry oh, on like no, a bullhead no. and, uh, and trying to get in the photos with the paparazzi and try to get into some rapper. I think his name was Flavor Save. And <laughs> I, was oh, yeah, was, I was getting into his limo and they've grabbed me and they've dragged me out of his limo. And my friends are going, what's going on? They thought I was going to get shot, right? <laughs> so, anyway, I, that night, they, they got me out. I was out of there and it was like, yeah, we've got a few photos of our own. Yeah. But they found me on my hot dog in the hotel room. Oh, not in the room, in the hallway. I was laying down on my hot dog face <laughs> at like three in the morning. And I, and honestly, the next day, they still hadn't even cleaned it. Two days later, there were still onions and mustard marks all over the uh, oh. all over the, the carpet. And we're going, no, this this just didn't happen. That's and anyway, gold, Craig. And, Thank and, you. And the funny thing is, oh. they told my, my they told my kids only a couple of years ago, who are now in their early twenties. Oh dear. Kids, yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> you got no credibility now, Craig. Thanks, Brilliant, mate. Craig. So much footy to talk to as the season nears. 
Yeah, so much to talk about, as you said, Jude. But let's start the ball rolling. Manly up there in Gosford put over 60 points up against Nelson. South. Um, Luke Brooks was played one half. He had his hand in everything. I know it's only a trial and South Half-shake. had a reserve grade side, but still that's a really good start for him and Manly. Yeah, it certainly is. It adds confidence, not just to Luke Brooks. When you're, when you're at a new club, you want to be, you want to impress them. You know, you want to show the boys that you want to be there and what you can do. So, um, you know, softly, softly, good for him. Obviously, South, you know, they had a reserve grade side there, but it doesn't matter. It, it sets a standard. So uh, the defence I was impressed with by Manly, and uh, Seabull will be up with that. NRL broadcasters, Foxtel and Channel 9, are backing Peter Volandi's plan to bring back the Bears. We know we spoke to Greg Florimo previously, <laughs> and there's this undercurrent of, of Bears fans, almost yeah. 200,000 that they could unlock. It's pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, look, Volandi's doesn't get too much wrong. You know, what do we call him, the Messiah? What's, what's he, what's Sir Peter Volandi. Yeah, Sir Peter Volandi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He doesn't get too much wrong. And I, Look, I think the, the Bears is a masterstroke. We've had, uh, you know, Gary Larson. Uh, sorry, well, I've spoken to Gary Larson about this, but also Florimo, one of the greatest Bears ever. And, and people have just stuck by the Bears, you know, even mm. when they go back to reserve grade and, and affiliated with other clubs and that. But uh, hopefully it's, it's in... Um, North Sydney, but hopefully they branch out to Perth because I think we need that market as well. Yeah, as long as you've got games at North Sydney, Oval that's Street, right. I reckon that's the key. You yeah, say the half a dozen games locked in sure. with the colours, you're right, and yeah. the logo. Yes. Then those those six games, 20,000, old scoreboard. Yep. The Iconic. clock stops with five minutes to go. You yeah. can take it back. It'd yeah. be magnificent. Ben Hunt comes clean on the Dragons contract standoff, uh, Dell. It's uh, it's important that he, he writes the wrong. Here. Well, he does. And you know what? I, I like Ben Hunt. I always like the way that he represents Queensland and obviously the Broncos and and even what he was doing there at the Dragons. But I just thought, as an ex-Dragon myself, I, I knew when I went back there, they opened the door to me, they opened their hearts. I love wearing the red V. The stuff he was saying last year, I'm going, mate, if you don't want to be here, mate, see you later. Especially when you're getting paid so much money mate. and you're so influential. Yeah. You know, when you're the best player and stuff. And I felt really sorry for Flanagan, it's a coach. That's right. Who, was, who basically stood up there and said, I'll make sure he's around. He is around, but until this moment, Dragons fans would have been yeah. sitting there going, well, do you really want to be there? And this is what he said. He said, there's regrets about parts of it. I, if I could take back the time back, I would do it differently. So, and and the, yeah. ripple, the ripple effect of that is that's where the culture's been for the last couple of years. That's me as an ex-Dragon. I love the Dragons. I support the sponsors and I support the, the players still. But the club, they need to get in a direction where they're all pulling it in the same same direction. Like the Tigers, you know. You've got to have a clean out there and just get on the same page. So, well done to Ben Hunt. He's earned the right to stay there. But, mate, if you want to stay, there, just my lead from the front like you have the last five, six years. Yeah, exactly right. And boys, I don't know if you saw the NRL launch into Vegas, but it is on. Russell Crowe has explained to Americans the NRL. Now, I've never been a huge fan of South Sydney and and Russell Crowe because of the feud, obviously, with the Roosters, but he has nailed this. It's a wonderful moment. We'll make sure it goes up on our socials. Here's just a piece of Russell Crowe explaining rugby league to the American market. Rugby league is football. Maybe not as you know it. Arguably the fastest, most aggressive, ball-in-hand football game that exists. It there goes on to explain every single rule. It explains, like, for instance, it's like a touchdown is just breaking the plane. In rugby league, you need to actually place the ball down with downward pressure. And it it shows the wonderful wingers scoring those tries and stuff. I reckon in a couple of minutes, if you watched that and you're a fan of the NFL or ice hockey or anything that's really, like, combative, you'd go... 
I'm watching that. I mean, it's yeah. so important just to get them educated on, okay, how are these little nuances and differences and they're going to embrace the, the physicality. Well, of if that, they like so. the Super Bowl, they'll love that. I mean, we haven't got we haven't got necessarily the eyeballs that would have on it for a Super Bowl, but this game in Vegas or the both games is going to be a cracker. Well, that's right. And also, look, Vlandis is too smart, mate, because he wants also a percentage of the betting market, as in we know. We know exactly that. Yeah. And he's done that deal for $200 million with Fox Sports Huge. 1 over oh, in really? the US. I, so I, I didn't know that. He's no bunny, mate. Oh, yeah. He's no bunny. Gussie, a lunchbox staple is in the gun. Let me at him. Let me at him. <laughs> like, this is happening in WA. WA through COVID. Cut him off. But they, they didn't well, want to be a part of the show. They had their own set of rules. Hartman. Let's cut him off absolutely from right now. The Premier, Kansas who's a new bloke called won Roger the Super Bowl. Cork, has what backed the changes finish to as well. Ham. Someone that's over ham. there on, gr- on the ground. Is he on the ground? He can't have ham sandwich. You can't have a ham and cheese and tomato. Where are you? We are the home of this. Um, well, I'm looking down the bacon strip. We love a surprise ham with a ham station. Yeah. How can they take it away yeah. from us? The world has gone ridiculous. They're Jeez, basically the voice. Talk us through the atmosphere, though. There's so many things happening in Vegas at the moment. I wish I was there, to be honest. Liv Gulf is on. You've been to that. You too. If you want a little bit of cucumber or something, no, anything else you Tomato, that's okay. But they're saying that the ham is now going into that Territory. <laughs> and I reckon the world has gone completely and utterly effing mad. Was he? Humble ham and cheese sandwich. <laughs> um, mate, please. Ham sandwich. Ham is good for you. Especially ham off the bone. What's wrong with ham? Minzy's done the right thing with phones. I'm not sure
but that no, Chris, mate, very I, I lose them, and well. they're too. I see they're too hard. You got to cut the cord. Old school, old school cord. Because what do you mean? Well, you know the rules, Matty. Do you know what was going on out there? Got the Walkman on. Yeah, I lose for a while. I lose the bikes. I'm terrible with it, so I just keep it simple, mate. I know I'm getting old. One of the blokes didn't even know what sacking the quarterback was, and his first game scores are as good as my pubic symphysis down near the hips. I keep coming up with sort of like... No, he's a gun. Hey, the night's young still, Matty. Where, where to next? Yeah. Uh, well, we've actually got a pretty so early flight tomorrow to Cancun. I'm nearly at the stage where I need so to get we, uh, around so that he's around my neck. I'm not quite there yet. You know what I mean? Give us a call now. One, triple three. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. Let's get some glorious tester on. Don't sleep. Uh, go to work. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. I'm going through it. Then I start swiping. I start pointing on it, pressing it. I say, how come it's not working? It's oh. not pressing. He goes, you use the mouse. Oh. Anyway, I said, what's a mouse? Oh, mate. She, she lost it. That's <laughs> Andrew. Come on, mate. How old are you? Been living in the dark ages with the I'll, abacus. I'll be I'll be forty eight this year. Wow. <laughs> Gee, you've done well, mate. You've done well. Thanks, mate. Let's go to Michael in Bexley. How are you, Michael? Hey, Michael. Hello. Welcome to the rush hour, mate. How you going, guys? How you doing? Good, mate. How do you know you're getting old? Mate, I'm 50, and my wife calls me grandpa because I walk around the shops with my hands behind my back. Oh, yes. Oh, I've been caught <laughs> yeah, doing that yeah. too, Mike. But, yeah. but it's so good. It just stretches everything out, yes. doesn't it? It is very, very comfortable. <laughs> you like look like a headmaster. Yeah, walk. the school yeah. principal walking yeah. around there. Thanks, <laughs> Michael. Trust me, it's been plenty of the office. Uh, let's go to Andrew there. Andrew, how you going, mate? Not bad, mate. Yourself? Good, mate. How did you know you were old, mate? I still use cash to buy beer at the pub, mate. Yeah, that's all right. That's good. Oh, that's weird, though. Yeah, Wait, cash, hey, not for the next few cash. years, mate. They'll be taking that away from you. I hope not. You've got to keep that going. Yeah, exactly I agree, right. mate. Take my liberties, mate. Good oh. on you, Andrew. Love your work. What about Michael? Finish it off for us, mate. When did you know that you're getting old? Hey, Michael. Hey, guys. I love your show. He's Thanks, deaf. Mate. How do you know you're getting old? <laughs> I know I'm getting old when I feel the sneeze coming on and I've got to brace myself between the wall and a post so I don't put me back out. <laughs> <laughs> you 
problem. <laughs> I know exactly what that means. No, no, Hold everything just, together. Oh, she's coming. Absolutely. Oh, brilliant. Gus, Gus follows through. Look here. Oh. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Vegas. Yeah, yeah, let's talk to one of the loosest blokes on the planet, one of your great <laughs> mates. His name's Ben Hogan. Uh, Hoagie, he is a massive fan of the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, yeah. They were so close. Flat. But in the end, Kansas City got the job but done. he's in Vegas. You're in Vegas. You're at the game, Hoags. How are you feeling, brother? Very flat bolts, very oh. flat bolts. But uh, making the, the slow walk back to the strip. <laughs> and uh, drowning the sorrows, unfortunately. Drowning the sorrows. Mate. We, we, the, we, lost, the, we lost the Superman. No, we did we lose lost the, the Superman. Superman. Exactly. But, but tell us about that first half and the build-up, mate. It was obviously uh, you've been so excited to get over to Vegas and then uh, you're decked out. You've got the helmet on. You've got the chains on. You're full decked merch, out in full merch. Full merch. <laughs> I was looking forward to put the full kit on tonight, wearing the helmet around the strip, but I don't think I'm going to be able to tonight. Um and it's just a slow walk back to Flamingo, and then we'll drown the sorrows, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, yeah, just Superman's just too good. He's just yeah. too good. He's just too good. Would it be fair to say you guys choked 10-0 up? Oh. Gee whiz. Like, you had yeah. a great start. You needed to do something better than that, and obviously my man Kelsey was too good. But you, you guys, you've been great all year. Jake Moody missed conversion. Yeah. Needed that one-point conversion. That could have been the difference. Could have been the difference. What about the halftime show, Hoags? What did you think no, of that it? That was very brilliant. That was good. That was good. There's a bit of a bit of MJ in Usher, Michael Jackson. Got a bit of the MJ moves. So, mate. yeah, that was very entertaining. Thanks, Hoagie. We'll let you go, mate. Thanks for talking to us. I'll give you a call after the show. It's the Rush Hours Sports Hour. It's the Rush Hours Sports Hour. It's the Rush Hours Sports Yeah, let's talk about cricket under 19 world champions, the Aussies. The women beat South Africa and the Aussie men 2 0 up against the Windies. Let's focus in on Maxwell. Like, <laughs> he's just one of these blokes, right? He's so frustrating, <laughs> but he's so bloody good as well. When he's on, he is on. Another 100 off 50 balls. He got his 50 off 25, his 100 off 50. He's a freak. Yeah. Every time after a bit of a drinking incident, he just backs it up <laughs> with just this sort of stuff. And I think that's why we loved Warney and everyone like that. He's just, he's an icon. Well, he's a maverick, and that's the way that he plays, and that's the way that he lives his life. So we, we love him. Um, you know, we want him to get some balance off the field. But, yeah. yeah. Well, people say if you know, he's so good, why yeah. don't you just put him in all formats, you know? Yeah, yeah of course. He has been tried a little bit, Tess, but probably yeah. not as much as he'd like to be. have tried, they try, and he's probably missed the boat there. Oh, but... And I don't think he's got that. Like, he, he likes the shorter versions. Like, for his yeah. headspace, you know, like, I just, I don't think he likes those four or five-day tests. What about Super Bowl 25-22, the Chiefs over the 49ers, you know, extra time. Mm. We spoke to your mate just a moment ago, he's going to be very, he's he's yeah. be very sad tonight. <laughs> I reckon he get picked up. Very here, sad. But Super Bowl, obviously, it's all about the Chiefs, all about Mahomes. 75 yards to go. Can't make a mistake. Gets the job done again. Four, four Super Bowls, he's been down double digits or more. So just incredible. It's like he has to sort of start slowly and then get the ball he rolling. Away. He's an incredible. I mean, for an entertainer, he's one of the best in the, in the planet. You love his man, Kelsey. Oh, yeah, mate. Kelsey's his right-hand man, but they, they just work well together and you got, they've got that bond, so I love it, you know? Yeah, what about Six Nations? Italy got beaten by Ireland. France beat Scotland. England beat Wales. Ireland's to lose there. They beat France in the first round. Yeah. We talk about rugby being on the nose over here in Australia. Everywhere else in the world, it's everywhere dominant. else is absolutely dominant. Full crowds, Norman Hemisphere yes. in particular, New Zealand, South Africa. We've got to get our you-know-what into you-know-what. Yeah, we need to get our structures right. And hopefully, you know what I mean? hopefully <laughs> Phil Wally's put some things in place with our new coaching staff on that. So, yeah, and, and board.
Okey dokey. What about this Aussie surfer? Yeah, sensational. Molly Pickham, uh, Picklem, just a Central Coast girl, scored the first women's 10 wow. for at Pipeline. So sadly missed out, lost in the final, but uh, sensational effort goes down in history. And a little bit of sadness in the in the marathon. Yeah, the marathon uh, world record holder, Kelvin Kipton, was just sadly uh, in it's a only car 24. crash. 24 in Jeez. Kenya. And uh, yeah, it's That's just sad. horrific news. It's yeah. sort of rocked everyone. Absolutely. Well, Pandy is one of the most well-liked guys and obviously that team is very close-knit um, and that whole continent are very close-knit. So everyone is mourning at the moment in the world of athletics and we obviously throw our feelings out to everyone there. Welcome back to the Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell and early on today we caught up with Robin Zander from Cheap Trick. Let's take a listen. We want you, Sydney. I want you. To want. To want. Us. No, us, but yes, to interview you, as in you, you. Robin Zander from Cheap Trick. Oh, f*** this. Me. You know this song. If you want my love, you got And this one. I want you, And this one. Surrender, surrender. Some of the best rock songs in history, yeah? Well, that's why they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2016. You know, those harmonising heartthrobs, the guy that always wore the cap, the legendary left-handed drummer, Bunny Carlos. They called him America's answer to the Beatles. Cheap trick. They've sold over 20 million records worldwide, and they're still going. Please welcome to the Rush Hour, frontman at Cheap Trick, Robin Zander. Yeah, it's a big rush hour. Welcome to Robin. How are you, Robin? Welcome uh, back to Australia to tour along the coastline. It's fantastic to have you here. Oh, looking forward to meeting you guys. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, it's a beautiful thing. It's, it's a wonderful thing for us. It's good to be alive, you know, to wake up in the morning and to look at myself in the mirror is a little disappointing. But uh, Jude Bolton and Wendy Saylor. I, Wendy, Wendell Saylor, is that right? That's, that's right, it. mate. That's it. Mate, you can call me Wendy. That's my nickname at the Broncos. But now I've turned into <laughs> Wendell Saylor. Okay, Wendell Saylor. I just wanted to tell you that my daughter's name is Saylor. Oh, oh Hello, Saylor. Saylor Jerry. So it's great. Saylor, Saylor Zander. Yeah, that's right. So you, will you get any downtime in Sydney while you're here, or is it just perform and sleep on the road to the next venue? What's what's it look like, the tour? You know, our downtime is right at the beginning because we're flying into Sydney and we've mm. got a couple of days to reminisce, you know, to just get ourselves up. And then... Uh, and then we're off. Like when I look at the people that you know, you've toured with over the years, but you know, in Australia, you know, on this tour, you'll be touring with uh, Susie Quattro, John Stevens, uh, who, who's a friend of ours, the Screaming Jets. It's going to be a red-hot tour. Uh, what are you expecting from uh, the audience? Well, um, I don't know if they'll recognise us or not, but, you know, we're older now, of course. We just uh, we go out and we play. Our, our set changes every night. Mm. We throw stuff in and out, you know. Whatever they throw out there, whatever they say they want to hear, we'll do. Your performances are legendary just for the energy and spontaneity. How do you, I mean, keep that energy over such a long time? Your longevity in the in the rock and roll music industry has just been phenomenal. Well, of course, like everybody else does, you know, heavy drugs and lots of coffee. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. You know, that's a hard question because I don't know how it works with other bands, but I, we get excited about our music even you know, when we've been together now for 50 years, it's still something that turns us on and we go out and we play it to the best we can. You know, when that when that can't be done, then we would probably quit. Mm. 
Well, we love your songs. When, when you're at a pub and you're having a Sunday session or you're having, having a lock-in, which I've had a few over the years, you know, some of your songs, you know, I want you to want me and that, and you, you sing along and, you know, you're dancing and it just makes you feel good. It makes you feel like having another 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 drink and just getting together. That Those songs, that they bring people together, that must make you proud. It does, and that's not the only thing we do, though. I mean, you know, we, we do some serious kind of uh, thoughtful things, too. I just hope that uh, everybody you know, uh, keeps an open mind that uh, we're not always going to play I Want You to Want Me every night. Yeah. But uh, we do do that. Uh, we do Dream Fleece. We do Surrender. We do, uh, you know, of course, we do The Flame because that was our only number one song. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but we also like to do some off cuts, some deep cuts and things that uh, people don't expect, like from our first album or our second record. You know, we'll throw that stuff in there too. Robin, what about fan encounters? I mean, Dell had mentioned about your, your one of those famous songs, I Want You to Want Me. What about when a crazy fan just oversteps the line? Any stories you can let us in on? Well, uh, let's see. Yeah, one time we were recording New York. It was our first album. Yeah. And this girl somehow got herself inside our crew truck with our gear while it was parked out front. So when we got to our destination and opened it up, she was in there with a box of pizza just sitting in there. She got it for the drive. Oh, my God. And now she's our tour manager. Oh, wow. Unbelievable. <laughs> that's, that reminds me of a little bit of, that's like almost famous. You know, that Kate Hudson. Uh, and, uh, incredible. Mate, that's, that's a great story. Yeah, well, we can't wait to have you on our shores. So for Cheap Trick uh, at the end more, go to facetofacetouring.com.au and for Red Hot Summer Tour dates, go to ticketmaster.com.au. Robin Zander, a massive thanks for joining us on the Rush Hour. Here comes the summer. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Good right. work. Thank you, mate. The Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Weekdays from four on Triple M.